Good morning. Welcome to mid-morning medium chat with Adam the Black Swamp Medium. Thank you so much for joining me on this lovely Saturday morning and the second to last day of February. <laughs> so, hey, Rhonda. Oh, thanks, Rhonda. Uh, yeah, uh, here we are. Second to last day. Oh, good morning, Gemma, and good afternoon to you, my dear lady. Um, yeah, no, it's awesome. Hey, Sean, what's happening, buddy? Good morning, Margaret. Oh, so good to see you guys. Oh, thanks, Margaret. Yeah, it was great to have Debbie back on last night. So uh, those that know that, you know, we do another show with uh, my good friend Debbie. Uh, we do Beyond the Silence Radio, typically on Wednesday nights, but she was been sick for pretty much almost two full weeks. And uh, we've she was feeling decent enough to kind of pull a show together last minute. So uh, it was uh, it was really cool. Oh, good morning, Rodney. And uh, so, yeah, we had one last night and it was kind of fun. You know, it wasn't really any two set of specific topics, but we kind of jumped around. And, um, you know, one thing I, I was going to bring up again today because I thought it'd be fun for all of you to 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 uh, to hear about and things. But uh, hey, good morning, Dad. And uh, uh, I did want to talk about, uh, you know, our recent full moon and things. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But uh, um, but much like last night, I, I you know, if any of you that didn't see that show, um, but uh, so you have no idea what the question is. But if you guys want down in the comment section, uh, right about, um, you know, if you guys noticed within the last couple of days, I mean, you know, starting Thursday. Uh, and then obviously yesterday and then maybe last night, but, uh, let me know, you know, if you guys experienced anything out of the ordinary, Hey, good morning, Dennis. Um, anything out of the ordinary when it came, you know, just something strange because, Oh, good morning, Christine, because the full moon was, I, I think, I think it's, this one was different for some reason, uh, because I, you know, normally don't notice too much with full moons. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, especially when you can see it and it's not cloudy, uh, but there was there was just some things that stood out to me, you know, above the average, uh, you know, when a full moon happens. So so, yeah, uh, make sure you put in the comment session if you guys had any weird experiences the last several days, because that would be uh, interesting. And Rhonda, you might have heard a little bit last night on the show. So, yeah, strange calls. <laughs> I, I will I will dive into that for sure, because uh, I know exactly that. <laughs> but uh so, um, yeah, but I hope, hopefully everybody's doing good. Hopefully you guys had a good week. Uh, you know, so obviously the temperatures got better and that was something we talked about last week and, you know, things are melting quite nicely and, uh, we can't, uh, can't complain too much about that other than just being a, a mess, at least for a few days. Um, but then, uh, then again, a uh, little bit of rainy weather that's going to be happening on and off, or at least it did, you know, overnight. And then, uh, I think, I think for the rest of today we won't be too bad, but I think tomorrow they're talking on a little bit more, a little bit more rain, but yet a lot warmer. So um, I think for me, last I saw was 54 degrees. So you know we're not going to complain too much tomorrow, other than it being you know raining out a lot. Okay, awesome. So, um, but yeah, so hopefully you guys, like I said, are doing well. Uh, crazy crazy week good morning cheryl um most of you guys know you know i i try not to dive too much and repeat myself a ton of th about a ton of things you know but uh um yeah it's fun to 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 sort of circle back on a couple of things but you know like i said you know you guys know i do still have a normal day job and the 
the the the amount of things going on when it uh when it just builds up over time with the 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 soreness and achiness from all the cleaning i have to do with the phones and 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 i i showed it last night on the beyond the silence show but i'll show you guys here in just a second but like i said you guys know that you know i the temporary thing I'm doing right now to help out another department is I'm cleaning desk phones because they're going to get away from that because they cost money per month. So, you know, since October, I've been cleaning these phones up and uh, you know, it, it's interesting that the way people are with their, their phones and you would think that people would be somewhat, you know, hygienic to the things that they're using on a daily basis, especially something like that, where a phone is something you don't own, but yet you are, you know, it's somebody else, it's technically somebody else's, but it doesn't mean you you should just trash it, you know, especially when it's the company you work for. But um, let me show you just some of the extreme measures that I have to deal with when a phone comes in and after it gets scanned back in and then it processes through me and a couple of the coworkers and we have to clean these up. This one, however, was so extreme that we didn't even bother it because we knew how long it would take to clean this. But just to give you an idea of the things I do get to see. Now I'm gonna probably be a little bit further away. I'll try to get the lighting right. It's gonna be a little washed out. But I mean, you guys will get the idea. And that's, like I said, above the average of how dirty phones will come through. And can you imagine using that? And then even then the, the handset, putting that up to your ear. <laughs> it's, it's just unbelievable that this is the stuff I, you know, see. Um, you know, see if I get the lighting right. Yeah, I got to angle it so the light's not bad that you can kind of see that. That how how could you put that up to your ear? I mean, there's just no way. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. But you know, as gross as that is, it's just unbelievable that. Uh, you know, people work like that. And, and like I said, sometimes, you know, it's, you get the, the, the keypad and things, things are dirty. So, I mean, there's a lot of scrubbing and unfortunately we have to get these things pretty clean because um, a lot of the factories uh, for, you know, safety and liability, um, they still have to, uh, good morning, Tim. They still have to use landline phones uh, because again, you know, safety, if something goes on, they, and, and sometimes in certain plants, uh, cell phone connections don't work um, or very limited. So, they have to, you know, end up using landlines if they need to call, you know, security or, you know, 911, you know, that sort of thing. And so a lot of times these phones have to get reissued, you know, which isn't a ton, but it, it still does, you know, get back out there. Hey, good morning, Charity. And so that's, you know, the type of thing that I see, <laughs> which is crazy, you know, uh, Margaret. Yep. And it's kind of something I talked about yesterday. There's a lot of people that, you know, the, the, a lot of the ladies, you know, do wear a lot of makeup and a lot of that stuff rubs off obviously through the course of the day. And so there's a lot of times where that the, the phones, the handsets and, you know, the, the base unit, you know, will get caked with makeup. And so 
you know, Friday, I, I mentioned it last night on the show. Um, Friday, I ended up doing uh, uh, one handset. It took me about 20 to 25 minutes to get it clean because of how much makeup was embedded in the earpiece part of the, the handset. So, and unfortunately, it was one of those that we just couldn't trash because it was a newer model. So I had to get that thing clean, which was just terrible. So, um, but like I said, you know, so anyway, but the point was, you know, it's, you know, with all this cleaning and you're doing it day in and day out, you know, you, you get sore. I mean, it's crazy because, you know, you're, you got to use some elbow grease, you know, it's just not all the cleaning solutions in the world help. I mean, you know, but you do the best you can. And um, let me show you one more foam and, and I'll get off this topic and we can move on. So yesterday, you know, again, that was, um, you know, like I said, we see a lot of different things. You know, some of the fun, fun ones, too, is when people put stickers on it. And so you can kind of see, what, you know, what these people were into or, or uh, you know, if they're just bored. So a lot of times you get banana stickers and, and orange stickers and things like that. <laughs> so um, and I think I showed that before. But this one was very interesting because when I uh, when the phone got you know scanned, it got this this little piece was missed. And so but the next thing you know, uh, good morning, Sharon. Uh, when I grabbed the phone and I, you know, put it up on the table to then spray it down and then, you know, get the process on cleaning it, you know, wiping it down. This is what I noticed when I was picking the phone up out of the box. I'm like, what is now I'm going to zoom in. So that way you guys don't have to struggle. Um, but this is what I saw stuck in this corner. I pulled it out a little bit so everybody could see it more. Hold on. Why is this light washing it? There we go. Give you guys a second to see that. And I'm sure you guys know exactly what that was because then here's the flip side of it. Oh, lighting. There we go. Well, kind of. I mean, you guys get the idea. So literally somebody, I don't know how or why it was stuck in there, but a ripped up corner of a dollar. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. But at the same part, at the same time, I mean, you know, now we kept it. You know, we, we, we're definitely going to be showing that, that you know, little rip of a corner of a dollar off uh, for a little while. But I have no idea why somebody would have put that in there. But, yeah, they put literally – who knows you know we don't even ask questions half the time anymore because it just doesn't it's not like you're going to get an answer so <laughs> well hang in there tim you have a good one today so whenever you got to drop man i understand um so yeah uh again you know just you know one of those weeks now the fun part was is we we got so much done that we actually have been slowing down uh you know to try to consume you know the amount of work that you know so that way because yesterday we really were running out and then monday is going to be fun because now we're really going to be trying to find a few more things to do before more phones can get scanned for us to process but that's just the nature of it you know um but other than that yeah let me jump into the full moon stuff because i know a couple people posted about that and let me back up a little bit um so and I'm, I'm going to miss some of the newest comments here real quickly, but um, but I wanted to I'm going to show a few of your comments that you guys were talking about, because, again, I was asking people, you know, did you, the last, you know, basically three days now, have you guys noticed anything unusual with 
the fact that we've had a full moon and you know as i said in the beginning i i most of the time i really don't i don't notice a whole lot you know i mean i notice energies but that's you know i'm, I'm always noticing energies you know it's just a part of being an empath but the there's been this one was unusual for some reason and and for whatever you know who knows why it was or what you know maybe everybody had things or maybe you didn't notice things but again it was different for me and and like i said i'll describe a few of them because it they just stood out now they're not the most unusual of all times but they're again outside the average of what i'm used to so that's why i thought it was different but um Rhonda said earlier you know a lot of strange calls and i mentioned that i'm going to talk about that shortly um christine insomnia and spirit activity around the house yep yep let's see yeah and so Rhonda's commenting back with christine and stuff yeah definitely not sleeping well a lot of uh you know activity has been you know amped up uh, let's see just in case anybody else has got anything real quick but so yeah, so if you had anything unusual or that you noticed, uh, you know, definitely share it in the comment sections. And but for me, so you know, again, I you know, I get up very early. Um, you know, I have to drive, you know, about an hour, you know, up to an hour and ten minutes, you know, one way. And it was interesting as on the drive, you know, basically the majority of the time it's seventy miles an hour. Now I'm I'm the type that go four or five over. Uh, it's just be, just my thing. You know, I try not to to abuse it, but at the same time, I like to go a little bit over, but not too much. And uh, so, you, you know, yesterday, you know, we set it at 74, 75 and, you know, you just leave the cruise on and you just start rolling. And, you know, most of the time I can stay in the left lane because, you know, there's not a ton of cars out, but there are, you know, this is about 530 in the morning. So running down and, uh, you know, I'm on a major highway and it it was unbelievable even before i you know got out of my state and into the you know out of ohio and into michigan it was already starting and i'm like you know there's a little bit of construction in the downtown section of toledo and the uh people were going tremendously under this you know under the construction speed limit so i was already like okay you know but i get it not it wasn't really a too alarming but i thought it was on you know i thought it was weird but you know, and then, you know, you get the people that just don't want to get out of your way. They just stay there. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm fine, you know, get through, get into Michigan. And then, then it starts to become more noticeable. Good morning, Melody. And I'm starting to see, you know, cars going 10 plus under the speed limit. Now the roads are completely dry. Uh, there's no, you know, there's nothing wet of any sorts. Uh, I didn't see any police activity, you know, cause I, I kind of use was and I, you know, I'm always kind of checking for things, you know, just to, just in case, you know, so that way if I got to slow down or detour, I, I know where to, where I can jump off at. And I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm just driving and I'm like, people are going slow. And then what's weird is that there were pockets of them. So you maybe get like four or five cars in a group, you know, which we all have been through that before, but in all three lanes on a major highway, everybody's going 10 plus under the speed limit, blocking all three lanes. And I'm sitting there, you know, racing up to them, you know, over a little over 70 miles an hour. And I'm like, you know, having to slow down, you know, and I'm sitting there thinking, 
why is this group? And, you know, I'm trying to look ahead. You know, is there something coming up? I can't see, you know, I'm looking at Waz to see if there's anything, you know, police, you know, whatever, or police in front of them, you know, that people slow down and not want to pass a police officer. Totally get that. And it, and it wasn't it. it and so finally, you know, you, you, you're close to them. So they kind of get the idea of, Oh, I'm going to, you know, get out of your way. So they move over and you, you know, start zipping by and, you know, and I'm like, that's weird. So you drive for a little bit, you get to the next group of cars and they're doing the same thing. And I'm like, this is not, this is so unusual. Why is this, you know, why is everybody 10 plus under the, I'm like, this is insane. So a couple of times, at least the left lane was open. And so, you know, when I'm going, you know, 70 plus miles an hour, <laughs> past them i i feel like i'm in light speed you know i i was joking with my wife about it. i said i felt like i was the millennium falcon in hyperdrive because i just was you know flying by these people that are just crawling on a, a major highway in perfect condition <laughs> so i'm just whoo <laughs> like okay you know and and you know and and for me a lot of times i take signs like that too is that you know hey be a little bit more you know keep your eye open, you know, be mindful. Maybe you do need to slow down. You know, maybe you're going to encounter something coming up, but it was just crazy how so many pockets of it was happening. But, but after the second or third time, this has happened yesterday, I'm sitting there. I finally, the, something was hitting me in the side of my left face and I look out my, you know, dr my driver's window and I see the full moon. And then it just was like, literally the light bulb went off and I'm like, okay, this has got to be the full moon affecting these people or something. Whether they're tired, whether they, who knows, but <laughs> I'm just like, all right, this is the way it's going to be. So I ended up, you know, just like, and no issues getting to work, you know, nothing was out of the ordinary getting there. I mean, other than the strained people going super slow, but everything was fine. You know, work was decent, you know, all that kind of stuff, other than just being you know, a little grueling, but, um, and then on the way home, you know, and I, Rhonda mentioned it earlier, strange calls and we, uh, I get home and, you know, I usually top off my tank before I get, uh, you know, to, to turn down my street. So I top off my tank and I'm going and I'm getting ready to turn. Now, when you turn onto my street, there's a kind of like a service drive and, and there's a cross and they have to stop. But anybody turning in, you know, has to go because obviously you got it's a, a major road. So I'm, I notice as I'm getting ready to make the turn, I'm slowing down. I got my blinker on and everything like that. Everything's fine, you know, on the main road. But as I'm making the turn, I'm starting to notice that there's two cars on either end of that service drive and they're starting to go. And I already know, okay, well, I got to get off the road at least. And I got to, at least there's nobody turning with me. So I or in front of me so I can get in a little bit, but then, you know, get my foot on that brake. Well, as I'm turning, I realize nobody's paying attention to me. I have the clear right away because they didn't even look, you know, towards the road. They're just looking at each other, which I thought at one point they were going to hit hit themselves because one was trying to go straight. The other one was trying to turn to get onto the main road. The other one was trying to just use the service drive to go across. Well, I'm turning in and realize that I'm probably going to get you know sandwiched if I don't slam on the brakes. So sure enough, I mean, I'm hard on the floor and these people just crossing you know, in front of me. And the one that was the closest to me was completely on a phone and just not even looking my way. And I'm going, you can't be on your phone and just screw something like that up because I mean, and the problem was, is I didn't, I wasn't, it was so fast because you know, there's not a lot of room 
that I didn't even have a chance to reach for the horn because I had both hands on the wheel at that point. Cause I was starting to brace, you know, uh, you know, and press on the brake and hold on. But I'm like, okay. You know, and it does happen there, you know, on and off, but it was weird to have two cars. Normally it's just one, one won't uh, be paying attention, which is typically the one when I'm turning in the one to the right, but the other one, I, you know, who knows, but the person that was to my right, you know, just wasn't paying attention because they were on their phone. And again, everybody makes that mistake. You know, when you do catch them, they'd never look now, at least half the time when you were turning in, they finally see it and they slam on their brakes. But if I wasn't watching these people and had that gut feeling, something wasn't right. Make, when I started to make that turn, I'm like, I probably would have been, I probably have been T-boned from two different ways. So, and again, like I said, it's not completely unusual, but it was just different with two cars moving at the same time instead of one going and then the other one going just, you know, for safety. But then again, nobody looked at me. So, you know, I don't know. They may, it's almost like they need to do more signage or something there, but, it is what it is, you know. Um, so I'm just catching up a little bit. Marcus saying it's been much quieter since the event. Okay. Well, that's good to see. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rhonda, what you got? Walgreens called me and asked how they could help. I didn't call them. They called me, but they checked their phone log. And even though I was on the phone with them, they had no record or log showing that they had called me. That is, that's different. That's unusual. And Christine's talking when I was talking about the driving stuff. I've been seeing that a while for mid in Michigan, up in mid Michigan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Christine, you've been home, haven't been out in over a week. So yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's um, like I said, you know, some people notice these things because again, you know, when it's unusual or above the average, as I've said many times already, you know, you can't help but take notice of it. And, you know, and that's the good thing of, you know, the more you open yourself up or you, you know, you throw, you know, you throw it out there for people, not people, but you throw it out there for your guides and your angels and um, your creator, you know, however you or whatever you believe in and stuff like that to look over you, to, to watch you, you know, during that. So that's why I, I always tell people it's always important to to do your prayers. And, and it doesn't, and again, it doesn't have to be religious. It's just a, an easy way to describe it. But, you know, saying your prayers in the morning just to kind of say, Hey, you know, thank you for everything you do, but you know, keep an eye on me today. Cause you know, obviously there's people that aren't paying attention or people do, you know, things and they just, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then you causes you to, you know, have issues and, you know, it's unfortunate and it's why it's always important to, you know, sort of be on the defensive anyway, you know, uh, because you just, you just never know. And, you know, that's a lot of things that we all know. I mean, all of us that drive all the time know that, but it's also, you know, important to just make sure you kind of tell yourself over and over again, you gotta, you know, listen to your gut, listen to your guides. You know, if something doesn't feel right, <laughs> you better listen because you don't have a lot of time. And that's the point is if I wouldn't have got that feeling, something was going on when I was getting ready to make that turn, I could have, I could have been hit, you know, at least by one, but, it, it, you know, who knows? And you don't know if it would have been really bad, you know, or if it just would have been, you know, more damage to the vehicles, but not, you know, to any of us that were the drivers, uh, you know, who knows, but that's just the thing is I'm glad that <laughs> the, you could say the joke way, you know, spidey senses went off. If you really don't want to <laughs> reference any guides or angels or things, spidey senses went off. Some was weird. So, but that's just, you know, again, that's just one of those things that you have to, always don't 
if you get a weird feeling, you get a gut feeling, whether it's, you know, something positive or even something negative, you know, whatever you're doing at that moment, sort of think if it doesn't feel right, like it's like on the negative side, okay, then you need to stop or you need to look, you know, and it's hard because every situation is a little different. And then obviously, you know, if, uh, you know, you're, just case in point, like maybe you have to buy something and you're like, Oh, you know, what, what things should I pick? You know, there's so many to choose from. And you just like, and you, you could close your eyes and be like, you know, which one is the right one to pick? And then you open your eyes and then boom, there it is. And you, you're kind of asking and you're getting that feeling and you're, and it's pointing you in that direction. So, you know, that's the kind of neat stuff that you can use this stuff for is, you know, and that's what, and that's the whole point. I mean, you can use it for, the benefits of yourself and to help you get throughout your day. Uh, because I think a lot of people don't, they just like, eh, whatever I grab, whatever. And that's fine too. I mean, who doesn't just, you know, I'll just take that one, you know, but you know, it's, it's just neat to, to be able to utilize your guides and, and have them, you know, direct you, especially when you ask, cause that's the thing is they're not always going to sit there and just kind of give you that information. They will just to, here and there to, to say, Hey, you know, don't forget we're here. You can always ask us and, We'll give you, you know, the answer that you seek uh, or as close to it. Now, they're not going to, now I know my dad's probably going to say, well, how about the winning lottery numbers? And no, that doesn't work that way. There's a greed factor in that. And so that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it could, but the problem is, is then they're going to leave because then you've obviously, you know, kind of gone to the dark side, so to speak, is how I like to refer to it as. So if you're going to let greed or, you know, if you're going to wish harm on somebody, you know, <laughs> you just you know eh, i'd rather do good than uh than be greedy you know even if i gotta be poor for the rest of my life i mean that's a lot more better than uh, losing you know my guides and and everything so <laughs> let's see christine uh got told me to take a different way home found out a major accident yeah see that's how cool this stuff is because if, you know that's why i say it's so important to just throw it out there and be like hey you know Anything I should know, you know, even if it's in the morning, but, you know, help me out throughout the day, you know, guide me and things like that. That is so awesome. I mean, I get that too. And it's just, uh, it's so neat, especially when it does help you avoid something like that, especially in a situation where it might've taken you a lot longer to get home. <laughs> My dad. Yeah, that's an easy answer. You should have picked the one you didn't pick. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And now what you got, it's not great. Just wanted to go to the other side of the spectrum. Well, you, yeah, I mean, you could flip it. You can flip the, the dialogue of it, but at the same time, you kind of have to listen to your, your, your heart in that situation, you know, <laughs> charity. My fiance asked me for the same about the lotto too. You know, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, how cool would it be? But you know, again, it's, there's still that, that voice in the back of your head that just is like, it's just not good. You know I mean? It would be, it would be awesome. But again, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't abuse it. You know what I mean? And I'm not telling anybody else. I mean, I don't think it's a good idea. That's my opinion on it, but I couldn't, I, as much as I would love to get all the numbers, you know, and I remember early stages when I was trying this stuff, you know, I was just trying to like get like one or two numbers out of it just because I was testing myself just, you know, not to win anything, but just to get one or two numbers and, you know, Sometimes it worked out, but again, that was still, you know, brand new. I was still figuring things out and stuff. And, but, uh, I, you, you, you got to test yourself. And, and again, if you're not doing it in a greed sense, but you're tr trying to better yourself, 
at the same time, you know, it, it ends up, you know, giving you some practice, some exercises and things to do. And that's, what's cool. So <laughs> be like the monkey claw. <laughs> I like that one, Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, dad, that's exactly, you know, that, that, that's how it works too. You know, they, they just tell you it's a secret and then they just, you know, they don't say anything. Just say, yeah, we know it. We know what the, uh, the, the winning lottery numbers are, but that's for us to know. And, you to uh, to just shoot from the hip or do an auto pick and then call it a day <laughs> but, oh man so hey lori well lori i'm not really doing a whole lot of reading stuff today but just because, you know, I'm always willing to, you know, ask a little question and stuff like that, but I am going to be doing more reading soon, but you're saying you have two major spine infusions next month fighting for SSI and worried about my relationship. Do you see anything for me, please? Again, I wasn't totally set in it, but Lori, they're, they're just saying, you know, be stay true to your heart. Uh, they want you to make sure that you're not, um, risking anything and not on, on, on anything like with the surgery or stuff like that, but you're not risking any like um, things with the relationship, you know, stay true to your heart, do what your heart tells you because it could be, and there's a lot of different situations with that. And, but they're just want you to know um, um, they, they just want you to know that what you feel and it's much of what I was just talking about. So I don't know if you just, you just popped in there or if you heard earlier when I was talking about, um, you know, a lot of times it's just asking your guides, your angels, uh, the creator, you know, who, whatever belief system that you follow, um, you know, throw it out there and, and you might have to throw it out there several times a day and they'll give you some of those answers or make you feel a certain way or direct you or maybe point you or uh, maybe a song will come on the, the radio or, you'll see some signs. And so sometimes you've got to be a little bit more open about it, but they're saying, stay true to your heart. And that will provide you the, the, the answers you're looking for. Charity, no way. Jose is going to tell them I want to keep my guides, not lose them. Yes. See, that's, that's the way I feel. I mean, you hate to, to ruin everything you've worked up to that point. Because you've, you know, for some of us, you know, I mean, as I've said, and most of you guys know, I mean, I'm sort of a, I still say I'm new, you know, even though it's been a while, but I still say I'm new at it because I did not, I didn't have any of this, you know, uh, communication things when I was younger. Um, it was something I opened up and, and learned and took classes and, and went under people's wings and things. So, um, you know, and all the hard work because I spent seven years working with my guides before I even went to the mediumships, you know, opened up the mediumship door. And so, you know, I can't imagine me changing or, you know, and, and then trying to abuse things, you know, and like I said, you know, you know, of course you have those moments where you're thinking, I'm like, well, you know, it would be nice, you know, but at the same time, it doesn't hurt to say, you know, if it's in the, the, the universal plan that maybe, you know, by just buying a, you know, an auto pick that the numbers will pop in there. You know, it's not like you're the one picking it. You're just the one putting the money on the counter for them to, to give you the ticket of however it comes up. So in a way, the other, pe you know, the, the cashier or whatever like that is the one doing the picking, even though they're just hitting the buttons and stuff. So uh, that's how I look at it. So then you're really not 
you know, you kind of feel like you're kind of even in and out, you know, so to speak. So, um, so yeah, you know, cause you're not the one pushing the buttons, you know, uh, but yeah, you know, like I said, I, I just couldn't, you know, I just, it, it would hurt. And, you know, and then you get a guilty conscience. And I think, you know, Cherry, you're probably the same way where, you know, you do enough, you help enough people and, um, you know, to, to lose all that, to, to realize, you know, the, the, the friendships and the, um, the being able to see, you know, each other when things are normal, you know, we can go to events or, you know, and, and just be able to talk. I mean, it doesn't even have to be, you know, about a reading or a healing or whatever. It's just that, that opportunity just to share a moment with each other, you know, and I think that's, what's neat. So, but, um, yeah. Oh, but, uh, I'm trying to think what else was good this week. You know, a lot of times I, I can't, I still say every week, I'm going to write some of this down, <laughs> you know, but I don't, um, you know what I can say? Oh, good morning, mama D. Aha. I hope it's a wonderful breakfast. And, uh, um, I will say, you know, one thing I was thinking about doing a little bit too is, um, you know, it, it, and obviously things are slow as far as events go, but there's a lot of events coming up and, um, I wanted to try to start thinking, you know, some of the ones that I'm familiar with, or, uh, maybe I will be partaking in them and stuff like that. I wanted to kind of throw at some point in the show, you know, kind of give some, uh, information about, uh, some of the events that are coming up down the line. And I know, um, a lot of people that are, you know, in Michigan, you know, there's a big one coming up uh, next weekend on the 6th, I think it is. I remember my dates right. Yes. So if you guys are not aware or maybe you are aware, or maybe you have tickets and you're going, uh, you know, the Potographs for Pooches, um, uh, you know, festival, you know, number two is happening up in Houghton Lake. And, uh uh, you know, that's uh, Tim Miley. If you guys are familiar with them, you know, he's he had a, a dog that uh, were, you know, helped save him from, uh, you know, taking his own life. And so that dog meant a lot to him. And so over the years, he's always made it a mission to, uh, you know, have these kind of events and raise money for local no kill shelters and things. And so um, Tim's been a good friend and um, they're still able to, as far as, as of yesterday and this morning, things are still okay. You know, I did hear that, you know, they're only allowing a 25% capacity, but the, uh, the room that they're in up there, um, at the hotel, you know, can hold 600 people. So they, uh, uh, still can have obviously people there, uh, you know, with limitations and things, of course, but, uh, uh, that's kind of, uh, you know, cool. And, and I, I was going to try to go and, you know, I was waiting cause I was hoping, you know, with the pandemic things would be a little bit better. And, um, and then I just waited too long. And the next thing I know, you know, the, the, you know, it, the events here and, and I just uh, start created some other things to, to do locally. And I kind of need to be home <laughs> anyway for some, uh, uh, babysitting duties for, uh, my, one of my children, uh, because the, uh, the wife and daughter are going to be at another a girl scouting cookie outdoor girl scout selling cookie thing. So I need to be around. So, okay, Cheryl, thank you for that. They're saying about 150 people could be in there. That's pretty good. So yeah, if it's hold 600 and you're at 150, so you still can have enough space and room for things like that. That's awesome. So, you know, I'm glad that it did. You know, I was concerned, like I said a little bit ago, I was concerned that, you know, maybe it wouldn't happen. And um, 
I'm I'm rough on myself when it comes to to committing to things where there's that possibility of cancellation and it just you, I hate that that letdown feeling you know when you 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 whether you spent money whether you put a lot of energy into you know, getting everything set up and stuff and then to have to cancel it I I hate that feeling and so you know it's kind of the reason why I didn't end up signing up because I did I you know I I had the links to to even get a table and I just, I just didn't want that letdown, and and I knew how it would feel, you know, if they had to, and all the other people would be, you know, brokenhearted, and I know Tim Miley would really be, you know, devastated and things. So, um, and I just didn't, I just didn't want it on myself, and it, you know, it's like I, I've been fortunate enough to go to one of them, you know, which was also one that I got to speak at, and I loved that event, and I had a great time, and I've been dying to go back again. Uh, you know, obviously last year was, you know, a bust for a lot of things, but um, I really just kind of put it off thinking that in the hopes that things would be better. And, um, you know, so that's great that there's still going to be people there, you know, and they'll have something. They're still going to raise some money. It's still going to help out Murray's cause. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're uh, so I, I definitely send all my best to everybody that's that is going and to Tim. And, um, you know, it's a, such a great great thing that he does and in, in such a you know a tribute you know since murray is gone now and um it's uh it it's so important that you know we do things like that and help help each other out and, and even then helping local shelters out like that and um just amazing stuff so i know that's next weekend so i think there's still got tickets so i mean you guys could look it up if you look up podographs for pooches too uh, uh parafest type of thing then uh you'll see that um let me back up a little bit. Let me see, because I know there was a couple other things. So my dad's asking real quickly, you know, are the spirits slow at the mill or happy that people are coming back? So we were there last week. So we did So we did one week, skipped a week, and then we were back again So for the second time this year. So last weekend or last Friday, so a week, you know, a week ago Friday, um, they were definitely a lot more active, a lot more happy. They weren't as depressed because we, we were – they, they, you know, we had talks with them to let them know that we are going to start coming back a little bit more and um, there should be more events, you know, whether they're small, which is probably going to be the case, but they are, you know, the activity has definitely got better. It was a lot better last week. I mean, um, even one little thing that was interesting and dad, you know, the room is the buzz room, which is the room that everybody can put their, you know, equipment, their coats and cases and where the team, you know, we, that we're the host team SWPI uh, we sit in there and um, it's also a room where, you know, there's not as much contamination with the rest of the museum. And we were sitting there and uh, um, Tim's wife, Beth ended up uh, coughing or, you know, doing a, a sneeze type of thing. And, uh, the next thing you know, probably about 30 seconds, maybe 60 seconds later, you know, we're just talking and stuff, but she coughs, you know, oh, you know, bless you, you know, type of thing. And all of a sudden out in the distance in the middle of the room where nobody else was, there was a mimic of her cough, you know, sneeze thing. And we all, you know, stopped deer in headlights look and we're looking around at each other going, no way, that just wasn't what we thought it was, right? And And it ended up being... You know, granted, we weren't recording because, you know, we were just talking about various things. And sure, sure enough, they were copying exactly what we were doing. So we know they appreciate the fact that we're back because obviously they're mimicking us. And that's huge because, you know, they we do go out. We we try to help, the you know, any of the, the private investigations or public investigations, which are on the way. And we um, it, it just is neat that 
we kind of are, you know, they know us, we know them and they're willing to, to kind of jump into conversation. So that was a perfect moment of that. Um, and I'll catch up. So let me just get through it. Charity. I have noticed that I have noticed when I'm doing good for others, I'm awarded in some way, mostly with positive life lessons, which are priceless. That's awesome. That's, you know, and that's the, that's, that's the type of thing that, you know, no amount of money can, uh, get that feeling, you know, it, it, to, to have people, you know, you know, to help people out and then to get that kind of karma, you know, the, the positive karma that comes back to you, you know, because, you know, you're not trying to, to, to become a millionaire at doing this type of work. You know, you just want to do good and, and, and bring some smiles on people's face, bring them comfort, um, you know, help them out, especially if they've gotten health issues and just to give them a little bit of um, uh, some peace and comfort in whatever way they are asking for it. You, you just can't, there's just no, no money in the world that, that can, equal that and that's the cool thing because you know you see a lot of bad publicity you know of mediums out there that take advantage of the people and unfortunately i think that's just the way it is you know you, we, there's a lot of us that there's just no way in the world we could do that we could not take advantage of people and even then for anybody to commit any mediums especially the ones i know and i'm close friends with to sit there and say you know you know, you're stealing, you know, in, in the way of, you know, you're, why do you have to charge and stuff like that? It's like, if you knew us personally and how much we do for free, you'd have a different tune because anybody to sit there and accuse us of, you know, charging too much or uh, especially on readings, you know, some of the ones that get in trouble, you know, they're thousands of dollars per sessions and all that weird stuff, or, or they accumulate that kind of amount. None of us, none of the people that I, in my close circle of medium friends are like that. We would never do that. You know, we, we, you know, it's our time and just like any other, you know, profession, you little, little doesn't hurt, but at the same time, you know, we're not going to take advantage of. And, you know, that's another reason why I do, you know, which I'm getting close to booking, you know, having some live shows for readings, you know, that's all that's free. I'm not asking for anything. I mean, you know, would I like something, you know, maybe, you know, a couple bucks? Sure. Why not? You know, help me, you know, uh, pay for some things, you know, more equipment or whatnot, or better broadcasting, you know, whatever. But I'm not begging you guys for anything. You guys know that. And, and those that have known me a long time, I mean, have I ever held my hand out and say, give me money? Nope. So, so that kind of thing is, uh, you know, it bothers me that it, it happens to some because they put a bad name on the rest of us, but, you know, like I said, I do so much for free that, you know, it probably is bad on, on my side from a business tech, you know, uh, look, you know, uh, angle of it, but I don't care because if I'm helping somebody out, that's, that's all that matters. So <laughs> Margaret on the uh, bones coffee. I don't know yet. I I've seen that with the, the Holy cannoli coffee. I don't know. I'm on the fence and I know I probably got to react to it at some point soon, but um, I will. Uh, I, I'm thinking about it. We'll see. Let's see. Oh, I went too far and charity. Let's see. Sorry for, I'm just going down the list guys. Um, Have you done any investigations that had a negative energy? If, if, if so, what did you do to get through that? You know what, Charity? I, I, I really have lost count. <laughs> uh, and I do mean that it, it literally is that I have lost count with the amount of negative cases that I've uh, dealt with. Uh, you know, it's the one moment that 
I'll throw a smidge of ego into it because typically I know that's a bad thing. And I only say it like that because at least you can hear me and you can hear the way my tone of my voice is versus reading about it. Uh, I guess it's weird is that there's (laughs) on the other side, uh, there's definitely a reputation that I have because it's uncanny when I work with negative spirits in the sense of removing them um, or driving them out or uh, even getting them, you know, when they're attached to somebody and cutting that cord, so to speak. Uh, It's interesting is that there's definitely moments where they know what I'm capable of because when they finally see me, and again, this is that smidge of ego, they basically freeze because they just don't think I'm real enough to do that. And I think that's why I get called to more of those. Now I don't do any of the big stuff. So I, I, I'm not qualified for demonic and and things of that nature. I won't even touch it. So if I have any inkling of that, it is in that level, but I will do stuff that's almost right up to the very edge of that stuff. So, I mean, I've done a lot of dark stuff, you know, and, I'm strong in my beliefs and um, tons of protection. Plus I know I got a family of mediums that will jump in to help me if I'm in a situation or assist me with the case, because I'm not, it's not, everything's going to be, you know, if, if I don't think I can do it alone, then I'll definitely have backup or I'll have somebody working right alongside of me. But I've definitely had my share of negative cases, you know, um, one in particular charity i don't know if you've seen it but if you've seen the one episode of paranormal survivor um season five episode eight um it's called bringing ghost in that that was a pretty nasty one um they don't do they don't i mean there's a lot of information in those shows that they don't either have time to put in there or they have to or they don't you know project it in a certain way that the way the case was um that was nasty and you know it was one of those that when i got rid of it you know, it it changed a lot of people's lives in that house. So, uh, so yeah, I've, I've dealt with it a lot, but I've done it enough to where I'm comfortable with working those cases. Um, like, again, I'm strong with my belief system and and the protection that I have in place. And so it's, this stuff doesn't scare me, you know? And again, that's, that's, again, I keep saying it, that's teeny tiny little ego that, I, but I, but I'm confident and I think that's what helps me work those cases. I have that backing knowing that I can handle this and I can't show fear. I can't show, you know, anger, you know, the classic things of then causing myself problems. And that's what helps me work those, the, those, you know, those nasty cases. Okay. All right. Okay. Cheryl, um, will you have an old mill paranormal event this year? Um, that is, you know, we are planning it, you know, we're still in the early stages of trying to determine, you know, uh, guests and things, uh, you know, obviously there's some States that still have some travel issues. Now our events in November, uh, you know, the data at least saved, but again, we're trying to, you know, get enough. We just don't know. Um, you know, it's so far out that we think we're going to be able to have some people, but the problem is, is, you know, you know, the, the, the old mill is big, you know, from a square footage side, but obviously the hall isn't, you know, can't hold a, a lot of people like we normally do, do. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what we can do. Um, it, you know, I don't know of anything 
you know, like I said, we don't have anybody set. We haven't signed anybody up. We haven't had any contracts sent yet. You know, like I said, we've been trying to put a list together. We're also trying to keep it to where it's affordable because losing money, you know, we don't have as much money as we have it in the past. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are going on that people don't get to see that have ever planned an event of, you know, any size like that. There's a lot, but we hope to, you know, if we need to, we'll do a virtual again, like we did last year. Uh, hopefully we, that won't be the case. Hopefully we can get some people in, but you know, we'll do the best we can. And so you just got to keep watching our pages. So the haunted old mill, you can look under the SWPI page. I've, uh, you know, my pages in black salt media, you'll see me talking about that. Oh, thanks mama D for posting that in there. Uh, sorry, I went too fast. That's the, you know, for the potographs link, that's this weekend. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Mama D. Um, let's see. My dad's saying, sure. Hope so. Enjoy going, talking like-minded people here. Yeah. I mean, all those events, we, we always want to have gatherings. We need it so bad. <laughs> and Mama D, I've had a hard time charging for some things. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to what I was talking a little bit ago. Melody, my boys are hoping to have a perno event back at Eden Springs. Yes, that's that's on the, you know, that's it's on there. You know, it's just waiting to see what happens. Melody, the only thing I can hope is that, you know, with it being outdoors for the most part, that's got a good chance that since a lot of the areas, you know, can be outdoors. And obviously there's a few spots that, you know, people are indoors, but there's enough spacing that I think they, they can make it work. But we got to keep watching watching and seeing how things keep lifting um thanks rodney <laughs> dad my dad's band plan yeah i could do the flute stuff you never know well it, you know some of that stuff might happen you just don't <laughs> you just don't know um whoop, did i go too far um yeah christine was okay going back to what i was talking about earlier you know once they see your strength and beliefs they back off yeah yep Amen to that. Maybe you can try. Yep. But they can try to fool you into thinking they're weak. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, they get creative. And and a lot of times I've got a few techniques that I've experimented with uh, when I do removals. And I'll say it just in that as a general form, whether it's attachment removal or, um, you know, uh, um, the, jeez. Uh, Sorry, I was reading another comment and stuff, and so I threw myself off. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm man, how long I've been talking? <laughs> 80, 80, 40 minutes. <laughs> Let me have some coffee first. Maybe that'll help me. <laughs> oh, see, I almost spilled coffee everywhere. What is happening? <laughs> Things are falling apart. Um, so, oh, what Christine was saying. Uh, this will help. Maybe if I just put it up on the screen. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, there's a lot of times where they, they'll play the games and I try to do something different. And again, it's still been, it's been exper experimental for years and not a lot of people know about it because, you know, again, I don't want to put anybody else in jeopardy if it's not something that they should do because, you know, it's, it's different. It's not the, the norm of, removals because i'm always into the research side of it too it's you know can we make this better is there something that will work for others and so 
the more I get to do and try things out, you know, is it going to be a point where I can share it and be like, you know what, you guys can try this, you know, and obviously here's a, a, a setup or here's, you know, what I do. So that way, uh, you, um, uh, so that way you can use it because, you know, that's the whole point of any of this stuff is to, we all want to help each other out. You know, I definitely want to share what I've learned in all the cases I've worked. And if there's things that are working for me, I'd love to see if others, you know, will get the same reaction. And that's super cool, you know? Um, so that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No fear. Yep. Christine, no fear. Yep. We can't do that. That's what we're saying. That's where discernment comes from. So, um, let's see. If, and then real quickly, Margaret say, if you can't have an in-person event, are you thinking about a virtual thing? Yeah. It, you know, right. That's, I think regardless, we'll have an event like we did, you know, if we have to do a virtual again for the old mill, uh, at least we have a better un understanding of how it works because we were learning a lot in a short amount of time, especially once we got it approved. And that's the the tough part is, you know, trying to do something that's what we really have never done before and then try to make it all work because obviously we had guests from several different parts of the country and then trying to bring them all in at the right times. And, um, you know, Sunday, you know, we did psychic Sunday for the, for the old milk cause we wanted to try to make it as much, you know, worth it for everybody. And, you know, and then I, my home trying to do the virtual from home and I ended up having, uh, uh, you know, power issues because there was a thunderstorm and the, and the electricity went out and then my phone wasn't connecting to the broadcast. And so, you know, I missed a good chunk of that day. And it's just like, you know, so there's just a lot of things that you have to sort of uh, figure out as you move through things. But, um, and then Christine saying, can you touch on discernment? Yeah. So in the, in the, in the sense of, um, you know, understanding it, um, you know, understanding what their, their, their roles are now, again, this will be on the, the paranormal side of things when it, when it comes to stuff, but um, you know, you, because we know that discernment, you have to, you're basically judging the situation, you know, and it's a lot of times for me again, cause I can't, I don't want to say it exactly what I do, but there's something I do that allows me the extra time because I've been in some situations early on when I was, after I learned the basics of removals and, 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 and removing attachments, you know, that's when I, I got comfortable. So I'm like, let me try some things that, you know, had been on my mind and it was just, you know, Hey, let's do this. Let's try this because my guides are saying, Hey, you can do this. This is, you know, something you should do, you know, or you should do it, go this direction with it. So I, uh, uh, came up with a couple ideas, which allows me to be able to figure out what is it? Because, you know, I understand that these spirits, whether they're just being funny, whether they're nasty, evil, it gives, I, I've been able to get those answers without, given that I have the upper hand at every point of that moment. So if in the middle of the case, I have as much time as I need to determine, is this, is this just being a prankster or are they really trying to cause true harm? Cause you know, it's one thing to tell your, you know, the clients are experiencing this and that, and you know, it's horrible, but it's really just that, you know, like saying just a family member or somebody else that lived in the house previously or on the land and they just want attention. So they're doing this stuff 
even though it's not evil, but they're, they're just trying to say, Hey, you know, remember me, you know, hi. And it's just their ways of getting your attention. So, um, that's why you have to sit there and, and I try to do my things, my little experimental things to give me enough time to determine that because I can have a conversation with them, <clears throat> excuse me, and really dive in. Just like if we, you know, I met somebody for the first time, you know, I'm trying to pick up on their energy. You know, what are they all about? Are they, are they going to be fun? Are they going to be, you know, just somebody you're going to, okay, hi and bye, you know, that sort of thing. So it does give me some time uh, given what I do. <laughs> So, so sorry, I can't, uh, you know, spell it exactly fully out, but again, like I said, I don't want to put anybody in a situation using any of the things that I have just yet until I feel comfortable enough, which I think I'm pretty close, but at the same time, I'm thinking it would be a great thing to throw it in some books, you know, <laughs> which is my thing. That would be great if I can get some books done. I don't know why it's taking me forever to do them. <laughs> so. Cool, cool. So let's see. I'm just reading a couple more real quick. Yeah. Discernment, knowing or feeling what is the true intentions are, are of the spirit. Yeah. So that's exactly what I'm saying. It's just, you know, being able to sit back and be like, are they really out to get these people? Or are they just out to kick them out? Or are they out just for attention? You know, there's several different questions that pop up every time, you know, I work on a case, you know, because you do, you know, and even when I, because most of the time I try not to ask what all the claims are because that way I can maybe get something that they held back and things. So, you know, but you know, there's times too, I think we've all been at where the clients, you know, still tell you things because they just want to tell somebody, you know, what's going on. And, and that's fine. You know, because all I look at it then is, okay, you giving me like, you know, some of the things that have happened to you. I know there's more. So that ends up, what I do is find out what the more is. So I know what is, you've described it as, but I want, the, what's the more, you know, again, that goes to understanding how many spirits are there. What are their intentions? You know, are they doing, you know, again, same things we've already talked about, but yeah, it's, um, it's, it, it's weird because again, you know, most of my work, especially during the pandemic and, you know, again, I have cases around the United States at times, you know, you, uh, you got to make quick, you know, you got to do things quickly but efficiently um, you got to make decisions fast because you know, it matters, you know, that's why sometimes, you know, when you're talking to the client prior to it, it's like, you know, I don't like to do a bunch of remote views or astral projection. However you want to look at it. My, I love remote viewing. It's just my term, but I don't want to keep doing that and wasting your time. So if you are unhappy with what's going on and you just want it gone, great. You know, and so I will, you know, grab hold of whatever it is and get it out of there and, you know, cleanse your house, that sort of thing. Um, you know, at the same time, depending now, you know, figuring out what's going on, you know, you know, why did it happen? Was it something they brought in? Was it something that was there? So, you know, there's a lot that happens in a short amount of time, you know, on these cases, but that's just how it goes. And Christine, it always allows us to communicate with the spirits, what they can and can't do setting boundaries. Yep. Yeah. And I've done that too, you know, where, Hey, you know, you guys are just kind of being pranksters and things like that. Like, you know, I kind of give them that. Let's calm it down a little bit. There's other things you can do. You don't need to be doing this. This is, you know, this is upsetting them. This is scaring them. That's not the point. If you want them to, you know, acknowledge you, well, you got to tone it down a bit. So, you know, I, I do have fun with them, you know, but I always, you know, I kind of be the, 
the the real stern you know uh you know parent type of thing to them too it's like okay calm down but you do not want me to come back okay because <laughs> if i have to come back you're not going to like what's going to happen <laughs> you know? it's like driving in a car don't make me pull this over because <laughs> i will <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, a little bit of, and like i said i you know now i'm not laughing hysterically like that but i just want you guys to get the idea you know of uh that's those are the thoughts that I go through. And then afterwards I'm like looking at that laughing my, you know, tail off over it. So uh, charity, I've not dealt with things like that. Most of how my gifts work are healing for my sitters by messages from their loved ones. Well, in, in charity, in, and sometimes too, that's what happens is we're all called certain ways. You know, I, I was doing communicate with my own guides, bef- you know, as the paranormal shows were coming up. Now I remembered them through the eighties. Cause I, you know, I got some age on me. I'm not too bad, but you know, and uh, so I remember some of the documentaries in the eighties, but uh, when the reality shows came out, you know, really piqued my interest. And this was at the point where I was, you know, years of doing the, the communicate with my guides. And I thought watching the mediums that pop on the shows, it's like, well, I'm kind of doing that over here. Can I open, go over this direction and open that door and talk to these that aren't my guides and stuff. And can I help people? Cause I can see how efficient and how beneficial it is for the clients that are dealing with things, you know, whether it's a paranormal or whether it's, you know, a loved one that passed on and you're just trying to get some closure. And so uh, for you, you know, if this is what you love and this is what you're doing, there's no reason to even dabble in, in into the paranormal stuff. I mean, Obviously, if you want to go out and do a K, you know, or, or go to a location that, you know, you, you pay an X amount of dollars, you know, and you're with maybe some friends or, you know, you join up with some of us and we all investigate a place together and you can kind of try things out and see if you even like it. You know, I mean, but but definitely stick to what you, you're called to do. And, you know, I wouldn't deviate unless you feel that calling, because that's something that happens. I mean, I've expanded so many different directions on things and. I love that. You know, I love to be able to, to, you know, try this and that, you know, or, or is this going to help me broaden? And so that's where I look at it is, you know, for me, I want to keep growing. And if there's other things I can do to help be more well-rounded, it's a good way to put it, then I will. So let's see. So do you just, okay, Margaret's saying, so do you just tell them what they are or not allowed to do. I mean, yeah, you kind of do, Margaret. I mean, you can kind of put your foot down. I mean, it's the same as what, you know, even for you, like having some activity in your home, you know, there comes a time where you have to put a foot down, you know, but and you, you have to, you have to stand up. You have to be stern about it. You know, you can't be yelling and screaming, but at the same time, it's like, you do have to take charge, you know? And I always, one of my classic things I tell brand new people or brand new clients, Okay. Up to that mo- up to that point, you, you didn't know I existed. You didn't know who I was as a person. So imagine if I came over to your house, apartment, wherever, and I just busted through the door and walked into your home. What are you going to say to me? You're, this isn't your home. Get out. You, you're, you've already started a, a, a stern voice and you're like, get out, you know, and you're not yelling, but you're like, no, this get, and that's the attitude that clients, you know, that I have to coach through Margaret, you know, we've talked about this and, 
you do have to have sort of that that little bit of an attitude, you know, a, a small attitude of this, this isn't cool. I don't want this. And you got to say it constantly. You have to keep repetitively saying it every single day. I don't want you here. You do not belong here. This is my home. And it, it's a re repetition. And basically what you're doing is you're building up layers of protection around you and your home. And when you do that, you end up, you know, anything like that, especially that's trying to be a prankster or trying to, you know, cause mischief and maybe a little bit on an evil side or nasty side, you're basically building up that wall. Now you're more than welcome to, to invite all your friends, you know, friends and, and, and relatives and family members that have passed on. They can come through anytime they want because you're inviting them in, but it, anything you don't want there, you got to put a foot down. Darling, I said, but dad, <laughs> uh, Christine, when mediums came on TV, it helped me realize I wasn't alone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, see, for me, it just was like, I wonder if I can do that too, you know? So definitely it's, it's helped a lot of people out. Yep. Christine's, you know, be strong and respectful. I get that. And clients do need to take control of their situation. Absolutely. 100%. And that's why I said, you know, for me, I tell my clients, I'll remove stuff. I can remove it every day you know, all day long, I can remove, you know, the, the activity problem is if you don't change, it's going to keep happening. They're going to keep coming back and they're maybe, uh, maybe you're doing a small mistake. You know, maybe you're, you're open too much and you're not closing it off to the things that don't matter to you, family members and things that I've already said, you know, that's allowed in because you can invite it, but anything else needs to back away and you got to put that kind of force field out. So Christine, when I cleanse and seal a home, all who lives there must participate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you don't get everybody on board that's, that that's, that's the little door, you know, still wide open and anything can slip through, you know, you hope that nothing bad will, but you know, it, it kind of gives out that vibe. So yeah, good times, you know, it's, it's tricky and, and, um, but it's the challenges that a lot of us, you know, go through. <laughs> Right. And they do have, I do, I see, I don't say maintenance. I say, I give you homework to do, you know, <laughs> I want it to be a little bit on the fun side. So that way it's like you, you knew when you were growing up, you had to do homework every day and it's always so the same kind of thing. So I, I make people do daily uh, uh, prayers, you know, so to speak. And um, that's just one of those things. Um, you got to do it every day. If not, you, you can miss one, but I wouldn't miss too many because you just kind of, you're like starting to unlatch that door again. So. <laughs> That's great. You say it too. Yeah. I, I think it's true. I think it's so true. And you know, you, you can only control so much. And, and, and that's the thing is, you know, I would hate to be the type of person, you know, I don't want to be mean towards anybody if I don't have to be, but if you don't do the proper homework and you're letting stuff come back in, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple, ch you know, ch chances, but after that, I'm going to have to pass you off to somebody else because maybe you're just not understanding me. Um, you're not understanding what's necessary and somebody else needs to say it in a different way, which is why it's important to have so many others that uh, we all have a, you know, a group of us that we all can reach out and, Hey, could you take this over? Cause they're just not getting it. Or I'm having struck whatever it, it is for on our side of things. But yeah, I mean, I've there's been a couple times I've had to pass things off because they just don't want to listen. And again, it, it's probably just not my way. They're just not understanding, you know, how 
and w- what I mean by things. And so that's why I love to be able to say, hey, give this a shot and see if this person can say it better, differently, better or than me, you know, because I'm not perfect, but um, but that's the option. So because, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I can do it every day, you know, all day long, every day, but it's not going to change if you don't change. And so um, if I need to pass it to, to hopefully maybe somebody else will say it differently. Great. You know, uh, but that's just, that's, that's the life we live. That's the life we've chosen and the path we enjoy to be on. So anyway, I've looked up at the clock and I noticed it's 1038. So we have gone eight minutes past normal. So I would hate to keep you guys away from the rest of your Saturday. Uh, I definitely have a few more things going on that I need to attend to. And uh, um, so, yes, I need to get going myself. Um, Now I do remember um, that next week I am not available for the morning show. I am going to, I am going to set a live reading show that afternoon I don't know exactly what time, but it'll probably be either, again, it's not set yet, but it'll probably either be a two o'clock start, maybe a three o'clock start. So that way it'd be late, you know, mid to late afternoon. So that way it's enough to where, you know, if you guys are around next Saturday afternoon and and you want a quick read, I don't know which one I'm doing yet. I haven't decided. That's another thing I'm going to do this weekend is establish exactly what what reading I'm going to do. And then uh, again, probably be a two or three start. And then that way it'd just be that afternoon. So if you have other things going on, you guys can still have an evening and things like that. But uh, um, so if you're available next Saturday afternoon, not in the morning, but in the afternoon, we'll do a live reading show because I know it's needed and uh, I miss it. So we're going to, we're going to do that next Saturday. So I will post about that. I will keep reminding people that I will not be on in the morning because I cannot be sitting here um, and be on babysitting duty for my son um, because he can get himself into trouble. And I got to be running around upstairs handling that. <laughs> so but take care, dad. Thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. And uh, so, yes, so no morning show next week, but a live reading show in the afternoon. So hopefully you'll be available. I will get a link, you know, posted for that. Hopefully by, you know, Monday or Tuesday, because I have to wait, I have to be under you too, Sharon. And uh, that way you, uh, you guys can set everything up and hopefully you'll be around if you can be. And if not, you know, maybe you can still check it out. Maybe, you know, it'll just be fun to see, see me back in action after a while. So, oh, thank you, Mama D. Thanks for staying. I hope so. I try, you know, at least you can smile off of my smile. We we can go with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's do that. So again, no morning show next week, but a live reading in the afternoon. And, uh, yeah, so I'll definitely be posting a few times this week to keep you guys up to date and freshly reminded and, uh, right. So thank you so much for joining me this morning. Uh, you guys have been uh, watching the mid-morning medium chat with Adam, the black swamp medium. I can't thank you enough. All my love, light and peace to each and every single one of you. You guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Enjoy the warmer weather for those and just have an umbrella tomorrow. So take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.